Lovers Lane is hiring at most locations for full and part-time key holders. I know there's always more to know, and we'll train you on everything. Apply online at loverslane.com or go to the location of your choosing to fill out a paper application. More romance, more intimacy, more often, Lovers Lane. Be in the know about Lover's Lane sales and promotions by becoming a frequent lover at loverslane.com. You receive coupons for birthdays and anniversaries, as well as earning points for every dollar spent. More romance, more intimacy, more Lover's Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Intimacy Advisor Podcast. My name is Haley, and I'm a romance specialist in our stores, an intimacy expert online, and the host of the Intimacy Advisor Podcast, which is all about love, romance, connecting, and bonding with your partner, lots of fun toys, and today is about why you might want to update your toy collection if you haven't already, if you're hanging on to some of the gems of the past of toys that used to be very popular and now aren't that way. So a little bit about why that maybe is, is material, I would say, is probably the number one factor of why a once great toy is now considered not so amazing. And we're going to talk also about how, why, and when to update that collection of any kind of lubes or toys stimulators, massage oils, and everything else under the lover's lean sun. So like you guys know, I love talking toys and I'm all about getting new outfits, oils, and toys for every occasion you share with your loved one or if you just are looking for something new and exciting. And of course, I will leave you guys with suggestions if you're not already sure on what material of toys to buy for a much longer life and some proper cleaning techniques and how to store toys as well because I can tell you about great toys all day but you also need to take care of them so they have a little bit of a longer life so that they stay clean and fresh and ready to go whenever they're needed. And of course, if there's any questions that arise on material or cleaning techniques that I may miss, You can reach out to me and I will respond accordingly. But truthfully, you guys, the harsh reality of adult products and novelty items is, well, like, honestly, they don't really have regulation to them. So if a brand that manufactures cheap toys in China or overseas somewhere is using phthalates, but their packaging is printed to say phthalate-free, it's still going to be available even though it flat out lies to the customer. There's no regulations by the FDA on any sex toys because they're classified under like a novelty item for the most part. And the best workaround for this is one asking for a high quality toy. But if you're online shopping and you can't physically see the product that you're looking at or read that packaging, I can still help you all understand the material to look for. Phthalates are a group of toxic chemicals They actually are used to help soften material to increase the flexibility. So it sounds okay um, to have a nice, soft, squishy toy, but the toxic part is what's really going to actually hurt you 
If not immediately, then definitely over time. They are usually found in low concentration, so not too many, you know, phthalates added in, you know, household items, stuff like cheap tennis shoes or Crocs or in shower curtains. Usually you can smell something like this, like if you open up a pool floaty and it's, I don't know, you almost know that smell right away or the shower curtain or the tennis shoes for sure. I even know, I mean, (laughs) I even know some purses that have a scent like that. But if you use them in high quantities on an intimate area, it's going to risk some long-term effects. There's been a few recent studies and researchers, medical professionals, they are actually linking these phthalates to cancer, to asthma, to reproductive development, to fertility issues. So if I were to give you guys advice, let's skip them. Let's look for something better because we sell it. We do sell the cheaper phthalate ones as well, but we usually don't sell them for intimate areas or we suggest something else just because of the material. They're more of a gag item, like a little gag gift for a birthday bachelorette or something like that. So cut them any place you can from your intimate areas and from your life. And that's going to include your sex toys. So if you have a package on a toy box and it's saying it's phthalate free, but it's not regulated. So your manufacturer can still add those chemicals Now that kind of puts us in a bit of a pickle. So if you're looking for some good brands to trust, I can help you with that. I understand that there might be some frustration. My mom actually was incredibly frustrated when learning about this. I actually joke with her all the time that she was one of Lover's Lane's earliest customers. And all of her toys, I'm sure, were the ones that came in the clear packaging that were like hot pink with a see-through. So I know getting new product isn't always easy. It's a little bit of an adjustment. It's definitely worth trying, especially if it's going to benefit your health later. My belief with sex toys is always trial and error. You know, talking about intimate toys was much more of a taboo subject 30 years ago than it is now. And there is a whole new wave of studies coming out about different sex toys, new brands that are also pushing sexual health and education that are focused on personal pleasure and safety and the health of intimacy. And to be honest, I'm sorry that this wasn't available in the past. But the good news is that education is now easily found when it comes to sex. And like this podcast, actually, you can absolutely trust reputable brands to carry high quality medical grade silicone products. We actually offer quite a few of them. And more of Lover's Lane toys are industry standard than other shops. While mostly online, we do have some of those gag gift type toys with the phthalates added. Like I said, I I would say that the majority of them are used for like a bachelor, bachelorette party or a birthday or even divorce parties or all that fun stuff. More of, well, I don't know if she'll try it or something along those lines. They don't, I would say that our customers usually don't shop for things like that for personal play, but if you do, maybe this podcast is is needed just for the safety of your intimate areas in the long run. I'm not very shy to open a package and allow the customer to smell a toy. I know it seems a little bit crazy, but it really helps kind of visualize the material. So if you have something that is packaged that says phthalate free on it, 
but you open up that clear, it's always going to have this like clear packaging to it and it has an odor. It is in fact not phthalate free. True silicone is going to have no odor. So if it smells something like rubber, I've had them smell like gas, like burning, like almost like a burning smell or fish or like a pool toy or a shower curtain, anything like that plastic smell. Chances are it's not going to be safe for your body. That is a great way to try. So if something is saying that it's pure silicone on the package, a lot of times they'll say that pure silica gel. It'll say something like that or pure silicone. Well, it's probably only going to have a very small percentage of that silicone and it's not medical grade. It's going to be more of like a food grade where it's going to have rubber added to it or it's going to have something like these phthalates or another toxic chemical, or even if it's not a toxic chemical, it's an additive and it's not going to be pure silicone. And you can see pure silicone, actual medical grade silicone in the price next to something that's along the cheaper end that is going to have an additive in there. Some of the packages will even go as far to have one of those little inserts, you know, that we've all seen before in plastic shoes or something like that that has a warning that says, you know, the state of California Proposition 65 warning. And that's the one that has chemicals that causes cancer or birth defects or reproductive harm. So the list of chemicals that's in this warning, I looked it up because I have seen some toys that have that in there. And I was curious how many chemicals are included in this. It's about 23 pages long. I was shocked. And it includes six Thalates, and it's dated back to 1988. So the most common phthalate that's in sex toys is diethylhexyl. So I'm not exactly an expert on which kind of phthalate does what, but I do know that they are used to soften material. It was found in 50% of jelly PVC products, and it has also shown to damage your body's hormonal balance. So I know that could sound a little bit scary to everybody, so I'm going to tell you which toys to look for so that we don't have any run-ins with this material. Because you can honestly see or smell them. So if you have something that's truly body safe, even if it has like a plastic to it, that's okay. There are a lot of really good hard plastics that you can use for clitoral or even insertion because they don't have those pores. The thing about jelly material is it's very porous. So you can't see them. Of course, they're not like the pores on your face. They're microscopic. So when you go to clean them, there's no way that that's going to, any type of cleaner is going to get deep into the pores of a sex toy. And that's where it can keep leaving its mark on your body. So like I said, they do look a lot different than the toys I recommend. So What to watch for you guys is almost like this gel material and it's usually going to have a color to it, but sometimes it's see-through. It's actually both, like it'll be a pink or a blue see-through gel material. And you can usually see the vibrator in, in there too if there is one. It's usually a silver bullet that's on a cord and the toy is going to take batteries. There's non-vibrating dildos, and that's going to be like in a plastic packaging, and it's between, I would say, the $10 to $35 range that look more of like a gel dildo mold. There's some cheap C-rings that are also jelly and potentially toxic, but they grab at hair and skin as well. 
They're very thin and they do tend to rip easier than a real silicone ring. So there's also some material that is kind of a gray area that it would be between medical grade silicone and jelly. And that is going to be TPE, which stands for thermoplastic elastomere. Something like that, those products, they are technically body safe. In fact, many plastic reusable water bottles use TPE. However, they are not completely poreless, so they do have some pores that are are harder to reach. And I would say toys like these for non-insertables would probably be my recommendation. So something like a stroking toy or a C-ring or something along the lines of being more external and not on really porous mucous membranes such as like backdoor play or vaginal play because those pores holding in possible bacteria can then transmit like an infection or something later. So if you have a toy in your collection that you suspect to be porous, but you don't want to purge it, put a condom over it. That is a great recommendation I have heard, but you need to make sure to always remove that condom afterwards because that material can actually start to disintegrate when it touches latex if it's been on there for too long. So after you're done using it, just make sure you remove that condom and still wash your toy with a toy cleaner after use, even though you had a condom on it, because that latex barrier is so much better now than an infection leader. A lot of these jelly toys, you guys, are going to be found, I mean, we do sell some, but they're they're mostly on third-party sites like Amazon or AliExpress or something like that. So I'm not shaming anybody for their purchases whatsoever. Like, I totally understand the sex toy industry was just so much different 20, 30 years ago than it is now. Like I said, there's just, there's more education now and a lot more accessible than what it used to be and a lot more brands that are really showing us exactly why silicone is a better material for your body, for the life of your toy, for the vibration of your toy. I mean, if you haven't tried it, I know I talk about it all the time, but I hope that this episode really helps you guys like understand that it's it's more safe for you. And a huge problem is also the regulation on packaging and the regulation of toys. So it's not really anybody's fault. I would always go for that cheaper option too. But just out of safety now, being educated, it's got to be silicone for me. A lot of these toys will actually even say small printed, usually around the barcode, for novelty use only. And I believe that to be a complete liability in case somebody has an issue with that material that they can say, hey, look, this toy was made for a novelty and they inserted it and then they had this problem or that problem. So it kind of covers them a little bit because I don't see that warning on high-end vibrating toys or non-vibrating, but I'm talking that nice silicone. The good thing when you opt for medical grade silicone is like I said, you know, you're going to have that better vibration. It's a lot stronger. It's more rumbly. It goes deeper on your body without numbing or desensitizing. They are going to be mostly all rechargeable as well. So no need for batteries. The thing that I hate with batteries is you put them in a toy and you turn it on initially and it feels nice and strong. But then after you're done with it and you put it in a drawer wherever you want to store it, you turn it back on the next time and those batteries have drained just sitting in your 
drawer. So now every time you need new fresh batteries to get that nice strong vibration. And another good thing with the silicone is they're most likely going to be waterproof. So if you're looking for a budget-friendly medical-grade silicone toy, uh, to be honest, it doesn't exactly exist. I would say that medical-grade silicone toys are priced around $60 and up from there. But there's also other options. Something like glass or aluminum or ABS plastic are really great material and a bit cheaper. But the downside to that side of things is that they're going to be a harder material. If you're looking for something similar to the jelly one that you had before that you're trying to ditch, silicone's going to be the way to go. Non-vibrating silicone is a lot cheaper, it's real flexible, and of course it's waterproof. So that could be a great option for somebody. If you don't believe me and you want to test out this theory yourself, I got a science experiment for you all to try if you'd like to. If you take a jelly toy and you put it in a glass jar on a windowsill, you do the same thing in a separate jar with a silicone toy. I would say leave it there for a little less than a week if you can. You're going to see that jelly literally melt. I have had so many customers come in and tell me that their toys melted together in their drawer. And they think it's because simply they didn't store them properly or they just kind of stacked them all up. Well, I can tell you that we've had silicone toys in our, our demos, like stuff that in the back maybe we don't have in stock. So the demo goes into a box and those silicone, silicone, silicone toys are all touching each other. And they never melt together. They never stick together. They never fuse together. Nothing like that. But that jelly, that is going to literally touch another jelly and start molding right there and it actually makes a liquid. If you look in that jar, like I said before, if you look in that jar and see jelly melt, it will make a liquid and it's going to be at the bottom of the jar. So your body is roughly 98.6 degrees, right? So that jelly can very well also melt inside of your vagina or anus. And to me, that just doesn't sit right. Not only is that going to hold on to your body's bacteria and not let go, but it's also going to melt in your drawer when it's stored next to other toys or lubricants, but it's also going to grab dirt, lint, hair, crumbs, or you know anything else that you have in your bed or that you can't see around your bedroom. It's also got that potential of birth defects, which is just crazy to have an intimate product notable with that. Could you imagine conceiving with the help of a product that has warnings with birth defects or reproductive issues? I just can't wrap my head around something like that. So anyway, the moral of the story I'm saying here is if you see something or smell something that noticeably has those phthalates to it, it can be a fun little gag gift to put on the table of a bachelorette party, but I wouldn't really suggest them to go internal. So diving into some lubricants, there are some, of course, better than others. So if you're looking to upgrade something like that as well, of course, they don't have as noticeable side effects as something like toys if they're not so great ones. But the main thing with lubes is to watch for expired product. Lubes have a sealed shelf life for about two years. And once it's opened, once that little container's opened, I would say that that shelf life is going to jump down to 9 to 12 months, just depending on the kind. Remember that real organic is going to have a dark bottle to it. So if you have a lubricant in that amber bottle, something like Intimate Earths or Sliquids brand, those ones are true organic and that amber bottle is really going to help preserve the shelf life of it. So when the consistency changes from when you purchased it 
and then it's starting to crust around the edges in a different consistency. That's when it's time to purge that lubricant and get a new bottle, and that's going to start around the nine-month mark. So just start to look out for it. Stim gels, something like a stimulator gel, those ones actually last a, a pretty long time, especially Intimate Earths here. I would say about two years. You only have to use a drop at a time, so sometimes I end up holding on to these for quite a while. But they are in like an airtight container. They're going to stay healthy for you. Shungas are not in an airtight container. I would say that they have a life of about two years as well, though. Maybe a year and a half. Same thing with those ones, though. Just watch for the consistency. If a color pops up, if the consistency changes, I would ditch it and I would go get a new one. And to be completely honest, massage oils are going to be around the same boat. So there are nice, really, really great organic massage oils that they'll start to thin out a little bit. And when they do, I believe they're settling. So after a couple years and you notice there's any consistency change, that's when you're going to get rid of it. Toy cleaners, those ones will last you a long time. I would say that you will go through the bottle of toy cleaner before you need to get rid of it. But they usually do have a stamped expiration date and it's four years or so, just depending on the brand and the, and the manufacturer. But the biggest thing I wanted you all to take away from today is the toys. Just, you know, the importance of what's going into your body and the health of your body and your sexual wellness and being educated on different materials and how that benefits you in the long run. I hope it helped. And of course, if you have questions along the way, just shoot me an email. My email is Haley, that's H-A-L-E-Y, at leverslane.com. You can find us on Instagram, at Intimacy Advisor Pod. We're on Twitter, at I-A underscore pod, P-O-D. We're on Facebook, Intimacy Advisor Podcast. And leave us a review wherever you're listening. I hope you guys have a great Monday, and I will talk to you all again next week. Bye. Stay together